0: Well, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Zach, uh, one of the pastors here, if you, if you don't know me. And I have the, the privilege and honor of sharing the message with you this morning. So, yeah, hallelujah, amen. <laughs> you know, last week, uh, Pastor Eddie gave a great message on Jesus' statement that I am the light of the world. And he encouraged us with health and being a witness to people. And to th- today, this week, I get to talk about his next statement. I am the door of the sheep. I am the door of the sheep. And there's a lot in this that I pulled. I was sharing, I shared my notes with uh, Pastor John. And he goes, can you do all of this in 30 minutes? I was like, I, don't, I hope so. So we're going to go through this. But let's read John chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. you want to do it together? You want to do it together? All right, let's do it together. Right, on the contrary, 1, two, three. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but comes in another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Let's pray, Lord, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for its truth and its transformative power within our lives. That when we read the scriptures and we allow it to come into our heart and we allow it to change us and we live by it and we obey it, that there's something that happens within our lives that brings revelation of who you are that allows us the opportunity to fall deeper and deeper and deeper in love with you. And so we thank you so much for what you're going to be showing us this morning about who you are and your character and how much you love us this morning. We bless you and we honor you. Bless this time in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen, amen. So like I was saying, I was reading this and there's a lot in here, but there are three things that really stood out to me. Three things that really, really stood out. And the first is that Jesus is the door to salvation. Easy. It's right there, plain as day. Jesus is the door to protection, and that Jesus is the door to action. And I was thinking about that, and I'm like, God, you know, I'm kind of like that. I'm like Jesus in the sense that I am the door to salvation for my family. Like, I save them when they're in need, okay? Okay. When Mickey gets a flat tire, who is she calling? Me. She's going to call Zach. Right? If she's stuck somewhere, she's going to call me. She's not going to call you. (laughs) She's not going to call her dad anymore. She's going to call me first. (laughs) So I am the savior in those moments. I, I am the door to protection for my kids and my family. And I was just thinking specifically about Zemi. I'm going to protect her from the boys. (laughs) I'm going to protect her from the boys. I'm going to be sitting there at the door. If anybody comes up to the house, he has to pass through me in order to get to her. Dad, yeah. Amen. (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) Dad. I'm not looking forward to that. Not looking forward. But... The encouraging thing is that if I raise her correctly, if I raise her correctly, and I teach her, and I teach her, and I teach her, and I disciple her in the way that, yes, she needs it at times, definitely does, not as much now, but if I teach her in the way that she should go, she will not depart from it, amen, and then I may not have to worry as much because she'll be her own door, and then I'll just be the backup door, which would be great, that would be awesome. And then we can gang up on boys, that'd be, that'd be huge. The next one is that I am the door to action for my family. Now I hear what my boss says, who's my boss? God and Mickey. <laughs> She's my boss at times. I hear what she says, she whispers it into my ear and then I move everybody else to action. So she tells me, and I make it happen. (laughs) So good. But Jesus is the door to salvation. In John 14, 6, it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father except through me. Like, this may seem very, very, very exclusive, right? Right? that there's only one way to get to God the Father. But I was talking to Pastor John, he really, and he spun it in a very different light for me to where it's not so much very exclusive, which it is, but if we look at it from a different angle, there's, we reject the greatest gift that the world has ever seen. If we choose to deny Jesus and we try to get into the family of God and we try to get in to the sheepfold through through any other way, trying to hop over the wall, trying to sneak in, dig underneath, get around Jesus, if we do any of those other things, we're rejecting the greatest gift of all. And that's his sacrifice, his death on the cross. Which we just celebrated and remembered through communion. And we do it every, every week. We do it every week. But when we go about other ways, we reject Jesus' sacrifice. And and he is the way to get to the Father. Amen. He is the way. Scripture is very, very clear about that. The next thing is that, the, that Jesus is a door to pro- protection. He is a door to protection. John 10, 1 through 5 says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber, but he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens, the sheep hears his voice, he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes before him, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Can we go back to that picture? So this is the picture of the the rock wall. The rock wall. There. So this is a picture of what a sheepfold looks like. There is one entrance. One entrance to this sheepfold. Not multiple, only one. And then at night the shepherd would bring the sheep in and they, they would be able to rest and then they'd come and then in the morning they'd come back out. But during the night, that sheepfold, that pen, is protection. It's protection from the the wolves, the predators that are around at that time. And it's also protection from thieves who would try to steal goats and sheep from from the other shepherds. But within this place, as the sheep are walking in, the shepherd is actually counting the sheep, making sure that they're all there. Not only that, but he's inspecting them as they go in. He's inspecting them. He's looking at them because the shepherd needs to know the health of his flock he needs to know how healthy they are if they need certain treatments and if they don't god does the same thing for us he knows us and he knows our health he knows the condition of our heart he knows our situation and he prescribes the remedy for those certain situations or certain issues in our lives. Amen? Like we are cared for. That's it. And can you imagine how much more God cares for us than a shepherd would care for his sheep? Right? The Bible tells us that if God feeds the birds of the air and he clothes the lilies... How much more would he take care of us? How much more would he take care of us? And so Jesus takes care of his flock. He takes care of you and he takes care of me. When we enter in through him. The wall, which is really cool. Like I was saying, it keeps the predators out, right? But also... It helps us to identify the thieves and the robbers. Okay, humans, that wall, I'd hop that wall in a heartbeat, right? Anybody else would hop that wall super fast? That will not keep a human out, but it would easier to keep, a, keep an animal out. But the thieves and robbers who were there to steal, kill, and destroy, the enemy, amen, will jump over that wall and get into the sheep pen get into the sheepfold, and try to steal sheep from the shepherd. But this wall helps us to identify those people. It helps us to identify them. It says that any, anybody else who does not come through the door, they are a thief and a robber. Anybody who does not come through the door, Anybody who does not come through Jesus, anybody who does not share the same gospel or speak the same gospel that has been spoken over the centuries, that is written down in the word of God, anything that is contrary to that is not of God. And so it helps us to identify those things. The door Helps us to see and identify what is true. Amen. It helps us to identify that which is true. I remember a time when I was I was talking to uh, another Christian, and I'm gonna put it in a nice in a nice way. He they were talking to me about how the. The old way of doing church and the old way of doing things is obsolete and that there's a new way to do things and it's better than what was done in the past and and kind of slandering the older generation and because i had Pastors in my life, Pastor John, Pastor Eddie, Pastor Lance, who's spoken truth into me and has helped me to see the truth of what the Bible says, that I was able to recognize the lies within this. It sounded really good. It sounded amazing. It sounded great, but it wasn't it wasn't true. And knowing the truth and knowing the Bible. And having people teach me and about honor and what it means to, to lift up and to praise the, the older generation allowed me to see the folly in those ways and not be carried off and taken, taken away with that. It really helped to protect me. John 10.1, truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in another way, that man is a thief and a robber. He throw up the picture of the guy in the doorway. So this is, this is how, if it wasn't connected to a town or village or city, the sheepfold would have no gate. And so the shepherd would actually sit in the gate And become the gate themselves, or become the door themselves. Putting themselves in harm's way for anything that would try to get to the sheep. And I thought that was an amazing picture of what Jesus does for us. That Jesus himself was the door to salvation. He's the door to life. He is the door to, to rest, to To peace. He puts his life on the line. He put his life on the line, on the cross for us. And he stood in the gap. He stood in the doorway. He became the door protecting us from sin and death. Amen? That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That anybody who comes to him, anybody who comes through him may have life and life abundantly. Because that's what he came to do. Amen? There is rest in the fold, and I love that. There's rest in the fold. There are times where we need to rest, and we're going, 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 and we need to sit down, and we need to relax in in the sheepfold or in the presence of God, and that's where we can get it. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, amen? He's the Prince of Peace, and through him, there is peace. Through him, there is rest. But the door is also a door to action. Jesus is the door to action. What makes a door different than a wall? Anybody? The, what makes a difference? What, what's the difference? Yeah, you can walk through a door. You can't walk through a wall. You can't do it. I mean, you could if you're the Kool-Aid man. Anybody? Anybody know that commercial? Oh yeah. That's my childhood right there. <laughs> but you can walk through a door. You can't walk through a wall. And a door needs to be walked through. Jesus is the door to action. Whether it's coming to Christ, okay, whether it's coming to Christ or Christ leading us out, it takes action. Okay? When we're coming to God, it takes a, a, a step of faith. It takes an action to follow after him, to trust in him, to go through him, to believe in him. It takes action to do those things. It just doesn't happen willy-nilly. Oh, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. It's a decision that we make to walk through Jesus, to believe in Jesus, to trust in Jesus that he is the one that's going to save us. That He is our Savior, that He is our Master, that He is our Lord, that He is the only way to life, and that there is no other way because of His sacrifice on the cross, that He was the one that was worthy enough to be sacrificed, sacrificed for our sin. That through Him, we may have life. Through Him, we may have salvation. Through Him, we can have peace. Amen? Amen. We need to go through Jesus for our salvation. John 10, 9, it says, I am the door, and if anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture, and the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, and that I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Through him, through him, through the door, The other thing is that when he calls, we move. When he calls, we move. I have this video. Uh, can you show the video. It's an example, an example of how this works. One more time. They're Oh my God. Oh my God. Woo! Oh my God. So oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my He's so high. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is amazing. Look more, look more. This scared them. Yeah, Eunice made him go away. Oh my God. Was that cool or what? Oh my God. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> You can end it. Isn't that amazing? Man. The sheep know the farmer's voice. The sheep know the voice. I don't know if you, there's like a little thing that he kind of did before he said what everybody else, what the test subjects were saying. Because they were saying, I think it was like, or something like that. And then, but but the the farmer did this so uh, hey get that, get that, and then he then he went into that little thing, but there there's something unique about how the farmer would call his sheep or her sheep. I watched another I went through maybe about five or six videos like this, and I thought this one was the best, but there's another lady who uh who let another person kind of try to call her sheep. And she told them exactly what to say. And it was, come here, girls. Come here, girls. And then so this guy was standing at the gate, and nothing happened. Like, goats in front of him didn't even bat an eye, didn't look at him at all. And then she walks up to the gate, and she says the exact phrase. And she goes, come here, girls. Come here, girls. And then all of a sudden, their heads whip up, look at her, and then, Four or five of them from across the field start beelining it to her. And then she gets in. They follow her, all probably about 50 of them, and they just follow her around. It was amazing. But the sheep know the, the voice of the shepherd. They know the voice of their master, the one who takes care of them. And sheep are very... I want to say skittish, where if there's a lot of sudden movements, if they feel like they're in danger, they run. Okay. And so it takes a lot of trust between the shepherd and the sheep for that to happen. It takes a lot of trust. Because if they hear that voice, they know that it's going to be safe. They know 100% it's going to be safe. And in the same way for us, if we know the voice of God and we can understand and we can hear and we can recognize the voice of God, we know 100% that it's going to be safe. Yeah? 100%. 100%. One of the things that, I, I haven't had too many uh, life or death situations where I heard the voice of God and then, you know, something saved me or what, whatever I heard saved me. But I remember one of the stories Pastor John shared with us where he, where were you, you were surfing, right? Where were you, a pipe or something? And then he heard, the, and it was, what, it was in between sets. And then he heard the voice of God say, paddle out. Just paddle out. And he's like, there's nothing. Nothing there. But he he obeyed. And as soon as he started paddling, that's when this huge set came in and just trashed everybody. It was a freak set, right? And he could have been one of those guys stuck in that. I have another friend who was driving crazy out to Wailea, going out to Big Beach not the smartest thing but he was cutting the turns cutting the corners going into the other lane and then all of a sudden he heard god say get back into your lane and so he swerved right back into his lane and as soon as he did a car came past and he would have hit them head on if he didn't listen and obey and recognize god's voice you know wisdom would have said don't do that in the first place but you know (laughs) God, God helps us out even when we're not being wise. Amen. <laughs> but when he calls, when Jesus calls, when God calls, that's a chance for us to move. It's a chance for us to move, to follow him. To go in and out, in and out, in and out, and to follow him. Him, to follow our shepherd. When we come in, it's a time for rest. Sometimes it's a season of rest. But when he calls us out, it's time to eat. It's time to, to find water. It's time to hike. It's time to follow the shepherd wherever, wherever he may go. There, there's a season of action and there's seasons of rest in our lives. The seasons of rest and seasons of action in our lives. And sometimes, 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 there are, there are times where it gets too late, and they've hiked too far to find water and food that they would have to spend the night out in the wilderness. They'd have to spend the night out in the wilderness, and this is kind of what it looks like when they have to spend the night out in the wilderness. Look at that black and white photo. There it is. So the shepherd stays up, watches the flock. And, they, and then the flock kind of huddle together, the sheep huddle together for safety. Because there's safety in numbers, and they feel very safe when they're with other people. And I thought about this, and I was like, God, that's just like small groups. It's just like small groups. Sometimes we get stuck in the wilderness, and we need people around us that are going to help us through it. We're going to need people in our lives that are going to encourage us, that are going to help us to pray with us, to love on us, to encourage us through the wilderness time in our lives. And that is what small group does for us. Amen. Small groups, people who love each other, who are following after God, who recognize the the master's voice, coming together, encouraging and helping one another. As we, as I kind of close up this morning, I just want to ask that if you have never taken action, you remember there, there's the door, that Jesus is the door to action, okay? whether it's coming to Christ or going out and following him. Okay? If you've never taken that action to follow Jesus, to invite him into your life, that I want to invite you this morning to do so. I want to invite you to take a step, to take a step towards Jesus, to, to choose not to reject the greatest gift, but to accept the greatest gift, the gift of life, the gift of Jesus in our lives. I want to invite you to do so this morning. And if you are being called to action if you're being called to action that you would take the steps of faith to follow and to know that the voice of the Lord the voice of Jesus is safe. That you will be safe. You will be taken care of in those moments. And that there's some of you who are also being called to rest. That that there are things that You need to rest from, to take a step back. Yeah. I think that's a great, a great season. I love rest. I love sleep. I love not having to do anything. It's so good. It's so good. But there are times when we rest too much and we need to kick ourselves in the butt and get out. We need to hear and listen and obey and walk forward and follow the voice of God. And sometimes that voice, that voice is calling to us to come in, to come in, to come in, to come in. in. I want to pray pray for us this morning. So if you'd bow your heads, close your eyes. For those of you who have never taken action to come to Jesus... To walk through the door of salvation, if that's you this morning, I want you to raise your hand. If that's you this morning, you want to take a step and you want to walk through the door of salvation, walk through Jesus. Would you raise your hand. Amen. We are all saved. We're all in the sheepfold. Now, the next group is if, if this is you and God is leading you and calling you out of the fold and out into action and to follow him and to be a part of his mission, I want you to raise your hand. If you feel that God is tugging on your heart to begin to take action in a bigger way, I want you to raise your hand. See you. Nice. Amen. Amen. Lord, I pray for each hand that is raised in this house. I pray that your voice will carry them, that your voice will lead them to the plan and destiny that you have set forth before them. For the good works that you have predestined them for, that you will surround them with people that will encourage them and walk with them. A herd of people, a small group that will encourage them and walk through life with them. And through the mission that you have called them to do. You've called each and every single one of us to the great commission, to making disciples of every nation, to baptizing them in, uh, in water and in the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that we have commanded. You've called each and every single one of us to that specific action. And, but each and every single one of us has a specific people group and a, and a calling and an action that you have called us to. And I pray that to come alive within us this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Now the next group, if you are being called to a place of rest, and some of us, for some of us, you type A's, it's hard to rest. If that's that's you and you feel like you're in a season of rest and God is calling you to rest and you're having a hard time slowing down. I want you to raise your hand if that's you. Nice. Lord, I pray for each and every person with their hand up right now who needs your rest, needs your peace in this season of their life. Lord Jesus, that as you call them into the sheepfold, that you will minister them, that they will experience your love, that they will experience your mercy, that they will experience your peace, and they, that they will experience your loving, loving care. Refresh them, refresh them in this season. God, I thank you that you are the door. That you call us in and you call us out. That you protect us and you lead us into salvation. We honor you and we thank you so much. For who you are. Thank you. Thank you for being the door that leads to life. That we can walk through it. You made the way for us. We honor you and we bless you, Lord. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen.